from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm J.B. Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig with details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans, and yet there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello and welcome to This Day in History class, a show for those who know the true value of history. I'm Gabe Luzier, and today we're examining the coin shortage that resulted from the American Civil War, including how the humble nickel managed to set things right again. The day was May 16, 1866. The U.S. Congress ordered the minting of the first nickel-based five-cent coin. Unlike other forms of American currency, this new coin would be named for one of the metals from which it was composed, nickel. Notably, the country already had a five-cent coin in circulation. Known as the half-dime, this small silver coin was actually the first one produced by the federal government way back in 1795. So why did Congress feel it was necessary to issue a second five-cent coin? The short answer is the Civil War. Until the 1860s, coins of any considerable value were made from precious metals, namely gold and silver. This meant they had intrinsic value. If the government backing the coins went belly up, citizens could simply melt them down into precious metals and use that as currency. This provided peace of mind in the early years of the fledgling nation, 
but it also led to a troubling side effect when the Civil War erupted in the spring of 1861. Southern states began to secede from the Union and eventually formed their own rogue nation, one that no longer recognized the government-backed value of U.S. currency. The sense of uncertainty this created led people on both sides of the divide to begin hoarding gold and silver coins, including the half-dime. It was a way to ensure that, regardless of who won the war, a family would have hard money on hand to provide for themselves. It didn't take long for the coin supply to dry up, and when it did, basic transactions like buying bread or mailing a letter became all but impossible. Local economies ground to a halt as neither storekeepers nor their customers could source the coins needed to buy goods or make change. As the Civil War dragged on, several substitute currencies were introduced, including notes and coins issued by private banks and businesses, as well as postage stamps and eventually fractional paper bills. These bills, smaller in size than full-dollar notes, were printed in several denominations ranging from 3 cents to 50 cents. A 5-cent fractional bill was rolled out to replace the silver half-dime, but it proved bizarrely problematic thanks to the vanity of a treasury official named Spencer Clark. In 1866, Clark served as the nation's first superintendent of the National Currency Bureau, where he oversaw the printing of the country's new fractional bills. During the third issue of the five-cent note, Congress requested that the bill be made to honor William Clark, of Lewis and Clark fame. However, Spencer Clark claimed the document only said that the new bill should honor Clark, not William Clark specifically. And so, even though he totally knew what Congress was asking for, Spencer Clark decided to print his own portrait on the five-cent bill instead. As you might imagine, Congress was not happy about this, especially a Pennsylvania congressman named Russell Thayer. After he found out what Clark had done, the congressman added a new clause to an appropriations bill. It said, quote, Hereafter, no portrait or likeness of any living person shall be engraved or placed upon any of the bonds, securities, notes, or postal currency of the United States. Two months later, that bill passed, and it was decided that only dead people would appear on U.S. money from that point on. Oh, and in case you're wondering, that law only applies to circulating currency so living persons can still be added to commemorative coins and bills. Following the Clark controversy, five-cent notes were quietly retired. By that point, the war had been over for about a year, and precious metal coins had slowly made their way back into circulation. There still weren't enough to meet demand, though, which is why on May 16th, Congress announced the creation of a new five-cent coin. Unlike the silver half-dime, the new coin wouldn't be made of a precious metal. Instead, it would be a composite alloy of about 75% copper and 25% nickel. And yes, you heard that right. Despite being called nickels, the coins are mostly copper. At the time, neither of those metals were especially rare or expensive which meant the government could make millions of coins without the fear of people hoarding them. 
This was a particularly popular idea among the owners of the nation's nickel mines, as a nickel-based coin would finally provide a lucrative use for their plentiful metal. The first of these new coins, dubbed Shield Nickels, featured a design by James B. Longacre. The coins were adorned with a shield and the inscription In God We Trust on one side, and a big number five, surrounded by a star and ray pattern, on the reverse. In the year it was introduced, the U.S. government issued a staggering 15 million five-cent nickels, and nearly just as many were made the following year. The silver half-dime also continued to be produced, though in much smaller quantities, until it was finally retired for good in 1873. Once nickels flooded the coin-starved economy, they quickly became the denomination of choice in American society. When bottled Coca-Cola hit the market in 1886, it cost exactly one nickel, a price point the product held for the next seven decades. In the early 20th century, coin-operated machines like jukeboxes and five-cent movie theaters, or Nickelodeons, ensured that nickels would retain a prominent place in Americans' purses and pockets. Fast forward to today, and nickels no longer seem nearly as vital or useful as they once were. Ironically, that decline in practical value has been accompanied by a steep rise in production costs. Nickel and copper both cost a lot more than they did in the 1860s. In fact, it now reportedly costs 8 cents to produce each 5 cent coin. The U.S. Mint is currently looking into ways to reduce the cost of making nickels. One potential fix could be the grand return of 5 cent paper bills. It probably won't happen, but if it did, we could even put Spencer Clark's portrait on it back where it belongs. And since he's been dead for more than 120 years and counting, it wouldn't even violate the rules this time. So if anyone from the U.S. Mint is listening, please make it happen. You know, for the good of the country. I'm Gabe Lussier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. You can learn even more about history by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHC show. And if you have any comments or suggestions, you can send them my way at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 